0: Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy. And this is Chuck.
1: And this is the Robinette's Nest. (laughs) We really do have a bunch of chirping birds outside. We should record them.
0: Yeah. Sound effects for the real nest.
1: For real. So this week, um, welcome. I think we skipped last week because it was Easter weekend, Good Friday. Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't really do anything. No, we just were.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Pretty we, much so.
1: Did you have a nice Easter?
0: Sure. Easter's <laughs> one of my least favorite holidays, but it's it's. I <laughs> yes, say that every holiday. Fourth of July, Memorial Day, and Easter. Yeah. But uh, Thanksgiving, don't forget that. Oh, my God. But no, Easter is fun. It's fun when you have a little kid. When your kids are grown up, it's not nearly as much fun because you don't get to build the Easter baskets.
1: Yeah. And do
0: all the fun stuff. We
1: used to have fun. You and I had fun when the kids were little. Sure. And I mean, even though our kids weren't itty bitty little when we got together, we still... I can remember we had fun. Yeah, yeah we had fun.
0: I like. I when think we had really more young. fun
1: than when, when the kids the, probably the kids
0: had. hiding the eggs and doing the whole nine yards with that stuff. But
1: last year we were deep in the pandemic. Yeah, and we delivered meals to like everybody. We yeah, did we meals did that. on wheels. And, right. and this year we had my kids that came over for a brief, brief. Oh wow, yeah. And I cooked and baked and.
0: We drank and... <laughs> yeah, we drank and I drank and I drank. No, you
1: didn't. We no. didn't have a lot. We had mimosas.
0: Well, and I had... We had
1: peach schnapps.
0: Peach schnapps and orange juice. That was Which my breakfast he's drink. he's
1: really not supposed to drink because of he's still on chemo. Well, he'll forever be on chemo. Yeah. But... And your stomach doesn't like it.
0: No, it doesn't like alcohol. So you pay
1: for it in the yeah, end. Yeah, pretty much so. So, oh boy. so I wanted to talk about something. This isn't necessarily... This is a topic that... I think anyone who's online will face at one point, and some people face it more than other people. And I go through waves in my online presence. But over the last few months, it has been, and in the last few days, has been very prevalent. And that is online bullies.
0: Online bullies.
1: And I wanted to share with you kind of what I wrote. And some of the crazy responses that I got. Okay. I shouldn't say crazy. I will not judge. I won't judge. All right. So I wrote, let me back it up. Okay. So I've been in a funk
0: Mm -hmm.
1: probably this whole year. It's been eh, probably the last
0: two years. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think everyone has, but yeah.
1: And I try not to be doom and gloom, but. We all have our days, right?
0: Yeah, usually you're the most positive person in the world.
1: I try to be, but some days I'm not. So I decided to take some online time off. Okay. And I get messages and emails from people, where are you, you know, if I don't show up for a day. So I actually announced I'm taking some online time off. Okay. Mental health time, right? From
0: social media, correct.
1: From social, from online, honestly.
0: Oh, well, yeah. But,
1: and, but I have a, 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 I don't know what you would call it, a platform mm-hmm. where I pre schedule statuses. Okay. So I forgot that some of them had already been scheduled. Mm-hmm. So they were hitting my social media. And people are like, I thought you were offline. Well, in the meantime, I am offline and but it's the robot. Are just showing up automatically. Yes. So at one point, I had two death threats because <laughs> I decided to show what? back up online. Death threats.
0: Death threats. Death, death threats. Ridiculous.
1: And I had one person that decided to tell me how much Christ hated me and I was going to burn in hell, which sounded very hypocritical to
0: me. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> yeah. does. So from a Little Miss Positivity. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I, now you're gonna burn in hell.
1: I and and I think I don't even remember what it was connected to, but it was connected to something with kindness, honestly. All right. So I was having kind of a rough day, and I actually had scheduled this, but it it landed on this certain day. All right. I wanna read just a little bit of it because it was kind of it's kind of long. So I'm not gonna include all of it, but I'm gonna include a lot of it. So okay. I said, we live in a hurried world where even grief is supposed to be instant. But right now I can't do instant. I did that for the last couple of years. And yet here I am, pieces of myself. I need to let all the feelings ruminate. I need to feel every thorn and little by little pick them out to fix it instead of simply masking. And let me see where I put it. Okay. So I don't share this for sympathy, honest, but I'm going to ask you a favor. Please reach out to someone you know who has experienced a loss, not me, I'll be okay, text them, mail them a card, give them a call, tell them you're thinking of them, mention something about them that you love. Don't ask them how they are because they'll likely say they are fine. Emotional support is mental health medicine and it helps to keep the depression and anxiety at bay. Check on your, quote, strong friends, unquote. We've lost our community support, especially over the last year. All those you said... Reach out if you need something. Instead, reach out to them. And if you're the one wishing someone would reach out to you, I believe in you. We've got this. Maybe not today, but that's okay, too. All right. I got lovely responses, and I got horrible responses. All right. So... If you don't like me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or if you're just, what would you call it? Um, I I don't, I can't think of the right word.
0: Complacent?
1: No, if you're just like spying, like you, you know how oh, you like, yeah. like look at somebody's social media, right. you don't really like them, but you're still gonna, yeah. you're still gonna spy on them. I guess. Um, Then maybe you would see that as pity. I really honestly did not write it as pity. All right. I am... I am a creative person. I true, write. It's my true. healing mechanism. Right. I also got a lot of people that reached out that told me that I needed to see a therapist. <laughs> but I actually I didn't take that as an insult. I was like thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I I have a community around me. I, I have a therapist. We have a daughter who's a therapist. There we go. I'm good. I'm really good. Mm-hmm. But you know how like when let's let's put Phil Collins. You know, like every divorce he ever had, he which wrote is, the best music. Which is
0: quite a few, actually, I believe. But yes,
1: or musicians write the best songs, and authors write the best mm-hmm. books when they're Usually in that darker write it place,
0: in in its own. Yeah,
1: I kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So my thing isn't because I had a lot of people saying that I was it was self pity, and so I did write. I said it's interesting that that. Interesting and sad that grief is considered self-pity or something to be embarrassed by. It's a mentality I've worked hard in my position in the professional world at ending. I'd be a hypocrite if I was sunshine all the time. Maybe it's a generational thing because a lot of older generations don't think that you should share as much. And maybe I do overshare, but that's part of who I am. That's who you
0: are, correct.
1: Um. Maybe it's a generational thing or a personality thing. If you believe I share for pity, then you don't know me. Right. This was supposed to be a let's embrace others post. I was going to delete it, but that would be defeating my purpose. I ended up deleting it Yeah. because I got more and I didn't want people to attack the people that were attacking me because oh, that okay. defeated the purpose too.
0: Sure. God, what's wrong with everybody?
1: So Megan wrote, I won't tell you her last name. Okay. Megan wrote, I thought you were going to take a social media break. Megan, I was. This is a platform that robotically yeah, it puts shows stuff up. out. What you might think about is that you're addicted to the attention that mm-hmm. social media gives you. Okay. I can see how you could see that. Um, I am... I don't want to call myself a celebrity, but I do have a large a follower long, platform. Yeah, you know,
0: and for many different things and many different reasons.
1: And I especially now I work more virtually than anything, so I have to put my classes. Be- I have to because have of the
0: business. Yeah, you have to be on it.
1: Yeah, so it's it's part of it's part of my profession. But okay, I could see where you would think that. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> Christy, are you okay? Actually, she said, Kirsty. I'm okay, <laughs> but she didn't really say that enough. Right. Nice way. Okay. People feed on this. Mm, I don't know what she meant by that. Do you know what she means? I think like, some people
0: like, like, like to look at things, and everyone's got an opinion, and everyone wants to give their opinion. And anybody who's listened to us before knows that I don't like social media whatsoever. I don't care about any of this crap because people do that. People are bullies. People have an opinion. People think everybody wants to know what they think or how they feel or what they've eaten for dinner or where they're going. Or It's just all, it's, it's almost ego-driven in a way. Some
1: of it. i And I can completely see that. So then she writes, at first it was all your health problems for attention. <laughs> and now those have magically gone away. I wish they'd no, magically gone away. They haven't
0: gone away. <laughs> Trust me, I, they haven't.
1: I, I I stopped talking about them because yeah. I didn't want to emphasize my health problems.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Now they're in replace of grief.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: might want to seek professional help and try to keep your page entire to your business at hand. However, this was my personal page. Oh. I have a professional page. Okay. This was my this was my personal page. So, no. Everyone these days is going through a lot, so sympathy for others right now is hard to find right now, especially day after day you're grieving. We get that. And if you don't want to hear the negatives or the truth, just shut it down. Easy enough.
0: Mhm. Yeah, because I've said, you know, I've got a Facebook too, but I very very rarely even look at it. Maybe once every couple weeks or so.
1: Can I Can I read? Is this petty I'm going to tell you? I actually sent her a message. Uh-uh. And I wasn't going to post it publicly. And now I'm going to say it on a okay. podcast. But right. I think this is an important message. I believe in conversations. Mm-hmm. I believe in talking. So the people who personally like wrote to me, like, I'm yeah. worried about you. I appreciated that Mm -hmm. instead of, so, um, you, so I wrote people feed on this. So if people feed on this, why would you post on the public forum? I would suggest in the future that someone who you believe needs professional help or is depressed or going through something needs to not be called out on a public forum. If you genuinely cared, which she doesn't really, you would do it privately. I have admitted, I have admitted that I'm grieving and depressed. Is having a funeral and allowing others to hug and care for you during that time considered self pity? Exactly. We're in a time right now that it's impossible, and social media is that space—not for all, but for some. And as for my addiction, I explained that I used a platform to schedule posts, and I yeah. forgot to turn it off. Um, I'm, I'm obliviously not online. I'm I wrote I read I think seven books last week Mm -hmm. as for my medical problems magically disappearing no they didn't I just decided to stop talking about them because I didn't want to look for quote more pity (laughs) I had a friend years back who committed suicide Uh because of online bullying right She reached out for help, praying someone online might understand, trusting that someone would understand. And instead of receiving the help, she received so-called help by people like this person, Mm -hmm. telling her to suck it up. And she ended her life.
0: Because she couldn't take it anymore.
1: I read your statement and I immediately thought of her and others like her who are so fragile that they would make an impulsive decision because words are things. Thank goodness I'm not that fragile. You also have the choice whether to read, not read, reply, move on, block, easy enough. I I don't know why I feel like I'm supposed to be this advocate for grief. I'm supposed to be this advocate for online bullying because of my friend?
0: Maybe. The grief part of it, maybe, because you can actually talk to dead people. So they seem to think, I don't know. I don't know. But
1: but everybody grieves.
0: In different ways. In
1: different ways. And nobody is allowed to tell another human being how to
0: grieve. How to grieve or how to do anything? Or when to grieve
1: or how long they should grieve
0: or anything. I mean again back on social media anything what you should wear, what you should do, what you should where you should go, how you should eat.
1: I me- I mentioned this to our daughter and our daughter said, so it's been two weeks and it's supposed to magically your grief is supposed to magically disappear the day before Easter. A dozen times I went to text my brother to see mm-hmm. if he was coming over. Every time I remembered I grieved again. The, mm-hmm. the wound hasn't healed. One of our favorite people is Aaron and Ben Napier from
0: hometown on
1: HGTV. Right. And I follow Aaron on Instagram, and she has had to turn her Instagram off several times because of. These online bullies. Right. So they take a picture of their daughter, Helen, who is all of like three years old, I think, and they don't take a picture of her face. Verlander right, and you up and do you the don't same want, thing. You don't want,
0: yeah, people to know what she looks like to, and for her, their own safety.
1: Well, and plus, people are so judgmental. She could be the most beautiful person, which I'm sure she is, mm-hmm. but someone's going to find a flaw right. somewhere. And sometimes people aren't strong enough to deal with that so anyway she took a picture of her little girl bicycling she had just had gotten the cast off of her foot mm-hmm. her leg she had broken her leg and someone wrote do you have something against long hair because she's got short hair like her mama and well that's is-
0: the first thing i thought of when you mentioned that to me i thought well her mom has short hair maybe she wants to have short hair like and that's what
1: aaron wrote aaron wrote back she wants I have nothing against long hair. If she wants long hair, we'll have long hair, but she always says she wants hair like mama's. Oh,
0: well, and that's fine. And that that's what she wants, and that's what she gets.
1: But why is it up to a complete stranger? It's if, do you the know the sad what?
0: thing is it's not.
1: You posted a picture of an apple pie. You are why telling it, me
0: you hate chocolate pie. Why is it not cherry? Damn it. Tell me. I, I because people have they sit behind keyboards behind screens they can say what they want they can do what they want and everybody seems to get away with it so
1: what i don't understand is as they're in this tirade off Uh of another human being i don't know why it doesn't click with them that there's something wrong with them by having a tirade
0: to a complete stranger People just like to seem to do this. People like drama. I mean, that's why we have so much reality TV. It's why we have video games. Everything's crazy. It's all sensationalism. No one can be shocked anymore. So because of that, everyone has an opinion. Everyone wants to say something. Everyone thinks they're right. I don't know. It's just completely out of control.
1: I have taught our kids. I hope I've taught our kids to leave to leave things better than the way that they found it. Whether it's... Well, you would
0: hope so. Whether
1: it's where you're staying in a hotel room or whether it's a person mm-hmm. that you meet. And maybe I just want to believe that other people were taught to be kind, move on. Well, a lot
0: of people are kind. They are. No, I am the I majority. I there's probably more kind people in there are. Yes. The thing is, when someone's mean and someone's awful, that is like tenfold.
1: Well, and that's the other thing, because I get people say, well, just ignore them, because you've got all this love. Why would you pay attention to 20% of the hate? Right. The The problem is, is that I'm not paying attention, or people who are experiencing this isn't paying attention to the love. But like you said, it's tenfold, so that 20% becomes 200,000.
0: You know, you can be smiling, be happy, and people can say, you know, hey, we love you, and you're great, and, and it makes you happy. But when you see something bad, like, you know.
1: It's like a sucker punch.
0: Yeah, kind of, pretty much so.
1: It's a it's su- It's a, it's sucker a punch, punch, punch in the
0: gut, and, and you're like, why? Why would you think that? Why would you say that? And then that's how confrontations get up, and then someone – comments and you comment back and and it goes back and forth and it's just ridiculous this is why i don't do social media because you're opinionated i'm very opinionated and not i don't expect everyone to to believe what i think or but or, you
1: also don't share it, unless we're in a room. Together. If we're in a room
0: with friends or something. And even then, most of the time, I don't say much of anything because everyone has their own opinions. And it doesn't mean that when I voice mine that they're right. That's just what I think or how right. I believe usually. And what you And, you know, I was always more opinionated and more vocal about everything the younger I was. But as I've gotten older, and especially in the last couple of years, but well, pretty much in the last year, You know, I just try to be nicer. I've always said it's nice to be nice. And I was taught to be polite. I've always tried to be polite. I mean, maybe it did not always happen, but I think for the most part. And when people are polite back, when you hold a door and they say thank you or, you know, anything, no matter how big or how small, it makes me feel good because it gives me faith in humanity still, you know, in this day and age. Everyone's fighting about everything. I, nothing's Everyone's right. on edge. You read the paper. You watch the news. It's all pretty much sickening to me. I mean, you know, it just continues on and on and on. It doesn't matter who's in charge, who's not in charge, you know, political, everything. It, it just, it gets on my nerves. And I was like, well, I've got my own beliefs and, you know, so so be it. But I don't think people really want to know what I think. Because otherwise they would ask me.
1: I don't think anyone cares unless they're you're being asked. I don't think right. anyone really cares what you So believe.
0: then why do I post? You know, that's or why anybody. I don't do it. Right. That's why I don't do it. I don't care whose child has long hair or short hair, pigtails, you know, what? anything. It I doesn't mean, make you any might difference.
1: I think, boy, I don't like her haircut. Well, but yeah. Why would you post
0: But I'm that? not going to tell them that, or I'm not, you know, it's like, you know, did you pay full price for the haircut, or, you know... I, <laughs> you I have not, said that. I have but, said but it, but I mean, but it, no, but I mean, you know, I, I can make jokes, too, but I don't want to hurt people's feelings, either. That's basically what it comes down to.
1: Well, you were bullied as a kid, I was
0: bullied. I was a young husky lad when I was younger. I, I'm still big now, but I mean, there was a time where I was 140 pounds, you know? I'm talking you know, at, at age 35. And it's like, well, you know, I'm 60 now. And if people don't like whatever, then, you know, so be it. You know, there's, not much, I, there's really not much I can do to change, you know. And why should I change for someone else's opinion? I shouldn't. So that's why I don't care.
1: It It is... I, I, I want to say that... Well, let me worry. So it's, it's not even that it hurts my feelings because I actually, over this last year with your cancer, with life is short, with losing my brother, with all of, all of life's tomorrow is never guaranteed. Right. I honestly move on very fast from the situation. I always do. Go back though, to my friend who took her life, who wasn't strong enough because not everybody is strong enough. And I I don't know why I feel like I need to school. Obviously, this person hasn't read her message. Mm-hmm. She sees that I have a message. I know she sees, but she's okay. not gonna ever read it. And because nobody wants to be the wrong person, right? Right. Nobody you wanna you wanna hit and run. You want to spew the venom, and then you want to be like, I did that, and I left that ugly there, and that's the opposite of what I've been taught, what you've been taught, what we taught our children, Mm -hmm. is leave them better. Leave them better Mm -hmm. than when you found them. But. And not everyone is going to do it. I get that. Right. That's I get what I was going to
0: say. You know, it's it's if wishes were rainbows. I mean, you know, yeah, you could hope for something like that, but it doesn't mean it's always going to happen. And you
1: know what? You don't know everything or anything of what anybody is going through right. by one status, right. one picture, one whatever they share. I'm a little bit more vulnerable. I allow myself to be a bit bit more vulnerable.
0: I have thick skin.
1: Um, I allow, I do over, I probably overshare. However, it's still, I'm still going to use it in the creative that I am. Mm -hmm. It is my therapy because if one person in, in the statement that I made who is going through Something like I am that feels some sort of solidarity that is like, I feel that way. I wish I would have worded it that way. Maybe I can use this as a conversation piece for somebody mm-hmm. that I need to talk to. Then it's worth it for me. If it doesn't fit anything that's going on in your life,
0: then just then either ignore it, move on, or just, you know, skip on to the next comment. But the then next.
1: you also wonder is it too close? Did they Sometimes. go through something that they were hurt and they don't want to think about it and I got too close to the scar? Maybe. Maybe.
0: But they're probably not going to tell you that one way or another.
1: Oh, no, they're not. But, you know, so one rotten apple, you know, yeah, ruins the bunch. Yeah,
0: does a whole bunch, yeah.
1: It's, it's one of those because I really, honestly, I had posted it again not for i really honestly didn't post for self-pity if i wanted self-pity i would be like i am in a funk and i need i really would
0: mm-hmm.
1: normally i wouldn't do that though because chuck gives me all the hugs
0: yeah i do what a guy he what a is. guy
1: he's a good guy and we got great dogs and great cats
0: and <laughs> <ducks> <laughs> lucky stuff us we have animals everywhere
1: that are so much more less judgmental than people
0: that's true it's a different world and I'm happy with that. I'm happy in just a smaller world. Yeah, yeah, it's been a rough year for everybody and some more than others. I know it's been hard for you.
1: It's so not a competition, but
0: though. But to me, it hasn't been that difficult, even with everything I went through. Emotionally, I wasn't.
1: You are I was a warrior. Fine.
0: You're a tour. I was fine. I'm, I'm still fine. Everything's good. And whatever happens, happens. You know, I, I'm not afraid of anything like that. But, yeah, I felt bad for everything you had to go through and everybody else and people that gave me well wishes and sent prayers. And I appreciate all that. Honestly, I really do. And if I, you know, I don't always comment. I don't always say anything. But thanks to everybody for that. But I keep thanks to myself. I always have. You know, I'm an only child. I know. But, you know, growing up wasn't all that much fun for me either. I had a lot of rough times. Um. But, you know, it makes me who who I am, and, and this is the way that it is. And, yes, I have thick skin, and, yes, I'm strong like that. And to me, it's I like even with grieving, I, I'm very good at blocking things out. I always have been. I've, and probably because if I didn't, I would have gone crazy as yeah. I was younger or as a kid.
1: Not necessarily the best way. No, not always. Sure.
0: But, you know, to me, it's always been easier to laugh than cry. So that's how I always look at things. And that's just the way it is. But see, that's where we're complete opposites in that respect. We both have big hearts. It's just that you push yours out there and I kind of keep things well, to and myself. I'm an empath and, on yeah. top of that. Yeah.
1: So an empath feels all of the, it feels everything and feels the happiness, the joy, right. the sadness, the bitterness, the, it feels all of that. And, um, so I've I've got the tools. I've gone to therapy. I know how to negotiate through mm-hmm. that probably better than I did say 20 years ago. And but I don't want to ever not feel.
0: Right. That's true.
1: So I hope that I've never been an online bully. I've had opinions and I've unfollowed and deleted, and I hope that I've never been a bully. Yeah,
0: I I, I don't want to say I was ever a bully, but if people, like when I was younger, as a kid, if people try to put me down, which always people try to do that, I always had a comeback to go back at it. So you really couldn't insult me because I was the king of put downs. So that was part of my shtick, you know. It helped me survive. <laughs> and there's times I should have gotten my butt beat 10 times over and it never happened because I was too smart. and I was my way bullied.
1: Out it. Like, I actually... I was. Someone in high school wanted to beat the crap out of me for no reason. Like, I did nothing to them. They just right. were like, just, I hate your you face. because you don't like... Right. Yeah. And I, and was, I
0: had the what? same things, you know. Girls were jostling my good looks, so they wanted to
1: beat me up <laughs> Was that Stupid. what it was?
0: Well, it was a couple of them, yeah. But it was just
1: but dumb stuff. Did you stuff. have guys that wanted to beat you up over? Because I had girls no. that wanted to beat me up. No. No. I had a guy that bullied me in high school, not because he liked me. It wasn't that kind of bullying. Okay. It wasn't that I pulled your pigtails because <laughs> I like you. Like, he wanted me dead.
0: That's weird. It was
1: so weird to <laughs> me. And yeah. he ended up showing up at a workplace of one of my best friends from high schools years later. And she was, like, in charge of hiring Wow. And he's like, she's like, you don't know who I am. I was gonna say, you? I guess that he didn't I get the job. The best... He did not get the job. There you go. No. So karma plays. It always does. <laughs> you don't be have to be careful who it. you screw
0: with. <laughs> you never know him. I come back and bite you in the butt.
1: I wanted to read this. I found this. It's an open letter to the bully by Samantha Bennett, an Auburn contributor. Okay. And it says, "Dear bully, I'm reaching out to you in the hopes that by this point." you have realized your wrongdoings, but as most do, you never will. You will never realize that the words you pin to a specific person affects them. You will never see that the way you mock people does not go unnoticed, but is seen by all. You will never understand that the way you treat others is not a reflection of them. It's a reflection of you. In all honesty, I'm writing this letter more for myself and your other victims than for you, I found that the more your words found themselves in my head, the more they affected my heart, and I refuse to allow that to happen. I refuse for the way you treat people to make my heart cold. I will not allow for myself to dislike you so much that I hate you because I'm not the type of person that hates others. I love others. So maybe this letter is about me letting you know that you didn't win. I did. Maybe you just need to understand that even though the things you said about me were were heard and seen by others i will not allow for my heart to be changed because of it i do however hope that your heart will change because of it i want you to know that despite that mean and hurtful things you have done not only to me but to others i forgive you i hope the world shows you nothing but goodness and love i hope you see that the things in life that you are the most worthwhile are not mean jokes that make people laugh at the expense of others but are moments that you share with people in times of pure and honest joy You are not the first bully in the world, and I'm sure you will not be the last. I do not know, however, that you are the last one that will ever affect me the way that you did. And I think that that's true. I think if they bullied, say, me Mm -hmm. or Aaron or whoever, you know, Christy Teigen or whoever, (laughs) that we're not the first ones. No. That's going to be the point of judgment.
0: I think People have too much time on their hands. That's what I think. I think I think you're right. You know, I, I think
1: they're saying, I'm addicted to the internet, like in that uh, one. And it's like, I'm not even there. Well, again, like,
0: you have to do that for part of your business and part of your friends. And people do want to, I mean, there's more people that want to read what you have to say and read your stories and that than those that don't.
1: Can, can I, you know this, but I mm-hmm. don't know if people know this. And okay. again, I feel like I'm trying to prove, I don't know what I'm trying to do, but I, especially over the last year and a half, but if you followed me on social media or my newsletters or what what have you, um, I have had a large percentage, mostly teenagers, early 20-year-olds, that contact me because they're suicidal.
0: Yeah, you get that a lot. You always have. You've had people show up in your office and... I have I just it's crazy stuff, and people crying out for help.
1: It is a heavy weight on me, sure. but I always want to be available to give them guidance. So I don't have office hours. Right. We're in a twenty four seven world here. Right. And so, like me announcing that I'm taking a break, you don't know what I've done outside of the sessions or the newsletters mm-hmm. or my sta- statements or my writing my books or what have you. I have an amazing team of therapists and ministers and doctors that I refer these people to. I right. have an amazing group of professionals. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the one that saves them, but I have the resources. Right. So sometimes I feel guilty for not being online because what if someone is suicidal and they send me a message?
0: Well, it's right, but
1: and I know I can't be that
0: superhero. No, you can't save the world, but but when you can, or when you try to help someone, then you can. But you can't also live your life trying to do that either. So
1: I actually tried to deactivate my Facebook temporarily, like for a week,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and because I have a professional page, right? I can't. It won't let me. I had to delete oh. everything, okay. so I can't put like a vacation notice. On any of it, so instead of yelling at me, (laughs) yell at at, Facebook.
0: Yeah, yell at Facebook.
1: Doesn't, but Facebook is and and Instagram and all of that. It it is my it's it's my business as well, and you know what? It's my passion too. Mm -hmm. It's my passion too. It's my passion. It's my passion, baby. (laughs) So. I just felt like I defended myself for an hour, and I there didn't mean go. for it to be there me you go. in defense. Why not? I I didn't.
0: Well, it would be nice if everyone could just be nice out there, be kind to each other, stop because. the hate. Stop. You know. Start conversations
1: instead.
0: Or no, keep things to yourself. (laughs) Stop telling people your opinions. Just don't
1: talk. Just you know,
0: not everybody cares that you had steak and potatoes for dinner last night. I don't need to see the picture of it.
1: (laughs) But you know what? I would people are
0: asking me what did I have to eat or where am I going to go.
1: I would rather see that than the judgment and the hate, though.
0: I really don't want to see either. You dogs. don't want to We're see gonna... any of it. That's no. why I'm not on Facebook much.
1: That's I would rather see a picture of a duck on the pond than
0: Well, I can give you plenty of those pictures because there's a couple of ducks up there right now one. and yeah. a couple of geese. And who knows what?
1: I I I don't I know I'm not gonna save humanity and I'm not gonna
0: No, you're not expected to and I... you shouldn't have to think that you need to, but
1: No. But I think uh, you're right. We all need to be kind to one another. Just
0: be nice. It's nice to be nice. That's all it comes down to.
1: It is. You say that a lot.
0: I always have. It's just you
1: always have. You
0: know, and I've not always been nice. Again, I've been opinionated or mad at something. Or, but.
1: But we're human. Now it's like
0: no, no. It's not, well. It's just not worth it now. Holding grudges and 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 being mad. Net. It's just not worth it anymore, but it's taken me six years to figure that out too.
1: I had to take my dad to the doctor today, and and what
0: a treat that was! Because who sat in the car for two hours?
1: You me. did. So we we are in the office, and his appointment was at ten thirty, and I was so excited because this doctor runs hours over, and yes, he, he does. starts at ten. So we're like, we are going to get in and out this. first ones in. This is amazing. Nope. So the one nurse comes out. Her name's Lori, and she says, "Christy, you know that he's running late, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's just surprise, that's surprise." Just him. But what I didn't know was it wasn't that he was just running late. He had just flown in on the red eye. He walked in. I don't know an hour after he walks in, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Hey, folks," and he walks through the lobby an hour after the appointment.
0: And, and he I, hadn't slept all night. He hadn't he just slept just
1: all night. Flew on a plane. And I was like,
0: but the beauty of it was, he told me that he went to see his father.
1: Yep. He hadn't other seen him in of, a year.
0: Other side of the country. Yep. So he saw him for the first time in a year. In a year. And that was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful. So,
1: and I didn't complain. However, no. everybody else in the waiting room. Was causing because it's
0: the me generation. Everyone's
1: even my dad didn't complain. I mean, we know we're gonna wait when we see him. When I we see him with you, right? When we see him, I saw him last week or the week before last, and
0: it was a little late. So what?
1: You know, you got to expect it. What you know, What are you going to do about it? Right. Are you going to be able to get him here faster? Are you going to? And he's so kind hearted with everybody. Right. And he's he such takes a good doctor. Time. Correct. He doesn't rush. And that's why he's always late, because he
0: gives you explanation. He spent like half an hour with us and went through all things for something that was really rather minor with me. And so.
1: so my dad's not doing well. His EKG is abnormal. We know this. Yeah. They've already told me one day I'm gonna wake up and Dad's gonna be right, gone. He's gonna be
0: gone. And We've been saying that for years now.
1: And I mean, and they've he's told me that. Right, His doctor. Right. has told me
0: that. There's not what you can do.
1: There's nothing. You know, we're trying to keep him. But my dad's tired. He's yeah. he's tired. And
0: he's eighty something years old too. for
1: sure. And I'm sad, but. If I were to be negative about that Mm -hmm. every day instead of seeing every day as a blessing. Yeah,
0: being spiteful and, you know, why me or why him or why.
1: Or anything, then I don't know. I just don't want to be that person. Yeah, Life happens. Life sucks. Yeah,
0: there is no gravity. The earth (laughs) sucks.
1: But there's blessings too. Sure. And you just have to look for it. So, those of you that have sent love to us, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Those thank of you that have sent hate, thank you. I send you love too. No. I honestly do. I,
0: and I say thank you because if you hadn't have done that, we wouldn't have had anything to talk about this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful. Happy Easter. So, we hope that you have an amazing week.
0: Amazing week. And amazing month. Amazing year.
1: Amazing life. Amazing. And we will talk to you. Next we'll catch week.
0: you on the flip side.
1: And Chuck will have a very fun.
0: Yeah, we gotta theme. stop with this whole somber stuff. I'm, I'm, I, my my ADD is kicking in. I'm going like, okay, geez, let's talk about
1: let's something talk cool about like
0: sex, baby. What, what the, the hell about- is wrong with you? <laughs> wow, that's
1: fun. Wow.
0: Okay, next week is really gonna be good, I
1: guess. <laughs> My name is Christy.
0: And I'm Chuck. I believe in you. Peace. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.